This episode is brought to you by Mosaic Dispensary, located on 3703 Northwestern Avenue in Oklahoma City, the absolute best fire in town. You can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor vje mr dodie fade on tonight's podcast sam burns wins the valspa we'll see how that shook up the blc leaderboard and we'll swing it up the coast to quail holla for the wells fargo championship go over the featured group shit picks a little bit of news in the casting couch you know hi johnny Hey, Words. How are you? I'm doing well. How the hell are you? I'm great. Uh, New ad, huh? I'm even better. Did you sell some fucking ads without telling me? (laughs) I'm even better. And what a partnership we have formed, Words. Uh, Mosaic Dispensary, the fucking boys. The boys who started Resonant Cult have started a dispensary on 3703 Northwestern here in Oklahoma City. Right between cock of the walk and guest room records. Exactly. Um, And just so you know, there's parking behind the building. If you guys are looking for a spot, get frustrated because nothing's out front. Just pull right around the back. There's plenty of parking back there. Drive-thru window too, yeah. There's going to be a drive-thru window. It's not up yet, but I'm telling you what, you guys have heard me talk about the Resident Cult Boys for forever. They grow the absolute best product in Oklahoma, the number one cannabis brand in the state. Um, and so Mosaic is just basically their own shop. They're, they're keeping all of their strands, all their exclusive drops are going to be there. Um, it's a badass place. They spared no expense. They did not. And it is, it is fucking awesome. And actually, uh, they teamed up with Mammoth, uh, who makes vape carts and they have a, uh, mint chocolate chip vape cart that they just came out with, which mint chocolate chip is an old school, one of the original strains from uh, Resonant Colt. I picked one of those up myself, you know, as, as the English patient. Um, you know what I'm saying. But literally, they've got every strain of Resonant Colt uh, available there, and the only other strains they have there are some of the highest quality uh, cannabis in the state. So you need to go check it out, and we're going to announce a very special giveaway at the end of the show that we're doing with uh, with Mosaic. So um, go check out Mosaic there, and uh, I'm not just saying it's the best because these are my friends. I'm saying it because it's the fucking truth. So go, go check out Mosaic uh, soon, sooner rather than later. And obviously, at the end of the episode, we'll detail our giveaway. So nice. The one time we did fucking fact check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Yeah. Whoever wrote that review, I'm still fucking. I still fucking hate you. But we did <laughs> fact check that one. Well, how's it going? It's going great. Words. Uh, I mean, Quail Hollow, big tournament. I like I like that. I've been on grounds at Quail Hollow. Any course that I've been to, I like to to watch it play on 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 TV. And uh, this is actually, you know, it was the PGA that I went to back in 2017, and uh, that was when I touched Jason Day. So Jason <laughs> Day. That's when I touched Jason Day and made eye contact with Cole Swatton. No, you cheered for Cole Swatton. Like you're the only person who has ever cheered for a caddy ever out there. And you're like, who's this drunk fuck cheering? Hey, nice read, Cole. <laughs> yeah, so excited about that, man. And uh, other than that, you know, we kind of, I, I kind of just thought about this, but almost maybe an idea for a new segment. You know, last week we actually f- recorded on John Daly's birthday. We had. Two very, very, very big names in golf celebrating birthdays this week. Did you know that? We did. I Can I take a stab at him? Yeah, you got at least one of them. And Rory. Rory. Rory turned 32 years old. And happy birthday to the Northern Irishman. And do you know who is one day older, or one day, I think, young, 364 days younger than Rory? You don't want that smoke. I believe it's Carlos Ortiz. No. The yes. goat. Yeah, the goat, Carlos Ortiz, his birthday was yesterday. Was it really? Yeah. So then Rory and his are on the same day, because yesterday was Rory's birthday. Anyways, 
Brooks Kepka's birthday was Monday. Oh yeah, that too. Happy birthday, Brooks. Yeah. Oh, it's too. I don't care about birthdays, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as Jenna licks my ass tonight. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jenna got in like some Twitter speak like beef with somebody about her looking rough for thirty one or something or thirty. Thirty two. <laughs> Uh yeah, Brooks turned thirty one Monday. Rory turned thirty two Tuesday, and to add to Rory's shitty year, he fell to number fifteen in the world rankings, which is his lowest ranking in over eleven fucking years. How about that? Yeah, I don't want to get too into the picks, but if you were ever going to take Rory this year for him to get back on the fucking horse, this would be the track. Okay, words took Rory. No, God, <laughs> no, God, no. No, I just those those two guys are very deserving of a happy birthday wish from us, especially Brooks. And if you remember correctly, this was the two duo that I had a very big rivalry with my best friend on earth, Patrick Fields, uh, two years ago. I guess before the COVID shutdown, I had placed a bet with him we'd bet a hundred bucks over who would have the better year rory or brooks and i guess it's just undecided you know brooks ended up getting hurt and uh they shut down the season so i guess we'll just push that one <laughs> only one of those guys has won since then yeah so i guess i win actually fields uh venmo me a hundred bucks or uh <laughs> go get me another signed patrick cantley and jack nicholas flag somewhere <laughs> well good uh what else what else what else when was uh, the last time I saw you this weekend? Did I tell you about the tech conference I went to with my wife? No, no, you didn't. <laughs> you started to, and I go, words, you better save this shit for the show, because I can't fucking wait to hear about it. Yeah, it was uh, the first kind of event we've gone to since COVID, um, and she's she's very involved in the network, or in the uh, in the tech space, whatnot, in Oklahoma City, and so it was kind of a small event, you know, 50 to 100 people. Um, <laughs> I walk in, the only person I know is the cop. <laughs> the cop who was there for security. You know him, too. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, Steve McIntyre. We used to play, oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. I forgot he's a cop now. <laughs> yeah, so I dabbed him up before I walked in. That's awesome. He's like, back to blue. Is he an OKCPD? Yes. That's great. Yeah. Good to know I know somebody on the force. Exactly. <laughs> so now when, you, now when I get pulled over for that DUI file, I'm like, go, go fucking Steven right now, <laughs> goddammit. I always just have used him. Do you not know my dad? <laughs> Reese Witherspoon style. Do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> Johnny Damon style. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> that was so brilliant this year. Holy shit. Yeah, his wife was completely blacked out. It was shout out, shout out to uh, our boys. A few guys from the league actually got to spend some time with old Johnny Damon last week in Florida. Uh, Gray and uh, Payne. Johnny Damon? Johnny Damon was playing at the uh, McKenzie's Moment tournament down in Ocala, Florida that those guys played in. And uh, in the picture, Gray's not in the picture. It's a couple of guys in Billy Payne uh, and, and Weedo, Brandon Whedon. And uh, just funny because Damon is like... Apparently, he tried to tell them that he had just had a couple of beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, bro, we saw the video. <laughs> That's so good. Was Damon like, hey, Greg, go take this picture for us, man? <laughs> it seemed like it, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Gray. Yeah, no, it, it looked like it might have been a selfie. Gray, Gray must have, who knows where he was. <laughs> so anyway, we end up walking into this place, and of course, I've got, you know, looking like fucking Barry Melrose. And uh, we break into these small groups, and I end up kind of sitting really close to one of these these speakers who's the ex-CTO of Paycom. Very successful guy. Yeah. Like a futurist, smart mm-hmm. as shit. He has like an AI company now. And so he was kind of like, you know, telling our little small group all about it. He ends up like making eye contact with me like a lot throughout his like kind of speech. And like these college kids are kind of behind him like craning their neck for him to look at him and of course like i'm just kind of he's like you <laughs> like oh nodding my head like i know what the fuck's going on here yeah oh yeah any questions uh yeah what kind of ram do you use on your pc there oh, <laughs> did you did you ask Quarter anything of, fuck no <laughs> hey uh the guy that looks like the guy the bad guy in karate kid 3 you have anything to say <laughs> i just think you're really cool hold on so small groups what was this fucking sunday school no, nah, man, just kind of meet and greet and small groups, I guess, for COVID, maybe or yeah, okay, just they had four different speakers. Okay, kinda, so you kind of mingled and yeah, getting into the tech space. So it's like I'm a pipeliner myself. <laughs> well, great, nice, nice little outing. Was that yeah, Thursday? It was fun. Yeah, Thursday. I was too busy getting drunk. Good. Um, 
Well, good. Good for you. Things are finally getting back to normal, huh? Oh, slowly, slowly. Uh, one thing I saw this week that was fucking awesome, uh, Taylor Gooch. I know I mentioned this to you before. Uh, apparently, yes. he he got in kind of a Twitter spat with a with an angry fan who had bet some money on him, and the the fan calls him out and basically is like fifty thousand dollars mini golf, you versus me. Like I'll, I, I've got proof of funds. Uh, Gooch like writes back like yeah boom. The guy sends back an address in New York of a mini golf course in New York, and literally Gooch, he sends back a screenshot of his ticket that he's about to book to New York. He's like, if you send me proof of funds, I will book this flight right now. And then the dude completely crickets. (laughs) Yeah, it was because of a fucking 13-year-old. Yeah, instead of of going and getting a couple practice rounds in (laughs) at uh, at uh, Quail Hollow, I think Gooch was thinking he flies up to New York on like a Tuesday, gets in a little, uh, you know, Little muni mini golf, fifty k, and then fly right back to Charlotte. You know, Charlotte is a fucking hub for American. I mean, he can get in and out of that place pretty good. And that was the other thing; it was a coach flight. <laughs> he was gonna fly coach up there to beat this dude's ass, and then fly yeah, right back. Fly private back, with <laughs> yeah, fifty grand. Could you imagine if we had that kind of access to like pros when we were like twelve, thirteen? Chris DeMarco, fuck you. Steve Elkington, you drunk fuck, meet me at Lions Fun Park and I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Who knows what Elk would be up to? <laughs> uh, other cool thing that I saw Gooch do uh, along with this is he was Venmoing people that were basically talking shit because this kind of caught a little bit of, you know, I guess. Steam. Wind, steam, whatever it might be. He started Venmoing people that were p- sending him screenshots of bets that they'd placed on him and lost. So Gooch is literally Venmoing these guys back to pay them back for the money that they'd bet on him, which that's how you earn some fucking fans. And again, I know that we talk about him because he's a local guy, but I'm fucking dying for Taylor Gooch to get a, get a win. I mean, shoot. And to get on the show. Get a win, get on the show, whatever it is. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. I would say a word the wise. That's that's cool. Like one time to like pay some bets off, but fuck that. I mean, well, he, he tweeted. He tweeted <laughs> the uh, last one ever two hours ago. He tweeted, hoping I won't be sending Venmo to you guys this week, and then the crying emoji. And uh, obviously, he just tagged all of his sponsors for that one. But um, yeah, and not to go all Taylor Gooch here, but it was interesting to see that Boyd Summerhays posted a couple of videos of him. So apparently he might be working with Boyd Summerhays moving forward rather than the uh, guy here in Oklahoma city. Boyd Summerhays is a big deal. That would be a, uh, that would be big for Gooch. Well, you know, I got to drop a little bit of knowledge there. He's got a hell of a stable Tony fee. Now we know Wyndham Clark Wyndham, and now Taylor Gooch. I had to drop a Wyndham Clark somewhere. <laughs> You know, I didn't, but I almost <laughs> picked his ass because everything is just such a floundering ass bag of shit this year for me that I'm really just trying to cuck you now. Well, and that's, you know, it wouldn't be a bad pick. I, I set it early in the year, and I've just beat the shit out of it, but Wyndham's good enough to win on tour. It's just this week, who knows? But this week, we'll get into it later. It might be. It's where, you know, first-time winners have won, so who knows? Um, anyways, what else, words? I don't know. Ooh, bad news. Bad news on the billionaire front. Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced after, I don't know, like... 27 years. I Trust me. Or who's counting? <laughs> yeah. Have you started a conversation with Melinda in the DMs yet? Well, they need to either do a reality show with her or with him on, like, you know, Bachelor, Who Wants to Date a Billionaire? I would do... Bunch it, of pathetic cucks. Anything if... Bill just like fucking shaves his head and gets an earring. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Comes out as gay. <laughs> Starts dating Reagan Sink. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Boy toy. Just joking. Oh man. Well, Bill's been trying to vaccinate the entire globe. I I don't know how that could have led to control issues against him. I don't know. Well, I guess this is was brewing because I just read something a little bit earlier when I was looking uh, for for good shit to talk about. But he fucked a robot. Didn't I, he? <laughs> I guess that he had given her like a little over a billion dollars in stocks from other companies, and so I think they were kind of trying to hash out the everything that goes with because it was very the. First She's thing like, you hey, hear, hey, Bill, you're about 50 short. Yeah, the first thing you hear is they're getting divorced. The second thing you hear is they don't have a prenup. So it's like, okay, <laughs> he's fucked. 
Hey, Jeff Bezos, kiss my ass. Um, but yeah, so that's, I would shoot, what do you think, Melinda Gates is like 60? I'd have, there's a lot of things I'd I'd do to that <laughs> sweet lady for a little cut. Jay, your eye's twitching. <laughs> Just kidding, there's not a lot of things I'd do, but shit, I like money, so I'd be a fucking like little Cuban pool boy. <laughs> I'm not even Cuban. <laughs> He's a Puerto Rican pool boy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not Cuban. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> Bailamos. Let the rhythm take you over. Bailamos. Is Enrique Iglesias? Nah, no, he's Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. Okay. Uh, Daddy Yankee. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> well, speaking of whoring, J.E., uh, the Premier Golf League is back in the news. Speaking of whores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I believe it was either yesterday or today in his press conference, Rory basically stated his opinion and called Shot it, it what it is. He said it's a money grab. Yep. And uh, su- supposedly the only guy that really didn't shoot it down was Phil Mickelson. Yes, which, does that surprise anyone? <laughs> oh, God. Phil wouldn't sell his mother for a fucking pack of smokes. So I guess the initial reports were that they offered four golfers $30 million to basically sign as like a bonus to come over and play in a league that they plan on starting up in September of either this year or next year. I think September 2022, but these Saudis are crazy enough. It might be this year. And if I say too much shit about Saudis and I wind up dead, you guys know why. Um, but they offered apparently to Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson, Ian Poulter, Henrik Stenson. No, they've offered to a fucking shit ton of people, apparently, but in the initial reports was just four guys. But I heard that Phil Mickelson could potentially have been offered up to $100 million, which is a fucking joke. Because they know he's going to be the mouthpiece recruiting all these assholes. Exactly. Because Phil's, obviously, golf earning days are behind him, the big ones. So he's looking at one more cash payday so he can gamble it away, <laughs> give it to one of his other fucking families, well, I think and that, then hit the road shitting on golf history while he's at it. I think that he even like kind of alluded to the fact that he realizes that his career is kind of winding down, which, you know, the guy is 50 years old, but I'm kind of surprised at how he hasn't even remotely come close to competing in, in events now. Um, and so I, I just definitely thought that ta- or that that Phil was going to have at least one more like masters run in him. But uh, apparently Jay Monahan in a like a meeting they had with all the players yesterday at Quail Hollow more or less said that anyone that joins this league is going to be banned from the PGA Tour forever. I mean, how can Phil even show his fucking face in the PGA Tour when he's obviously behind the scenes like trying to you know stump for this new golf league? And, you know, just right at the same time, well, I'm going to play in the PGA Tour this week and try to get a check. Well, just like how instead of playing in his hometown event in in uh, Phoenix, you know, he bailed on that, what, last year for the first time and then is just continuing to go to overseas to play in these, you know, Saudi events for high paydays because, really, what is what is loyalty in hometown really to anyone, <laughs> right? Know. I mean, that's where the 9-11 hijackers were from, so <laughs> maybe just wanted to pay a little homage to them. <laughs> Well, uh, it, it is interesting, but you know, for guys like Rory to straight up come out and say that's fucking stupid. Now, I think even a guy like DJ, you know, money talks. I think DJ would listen to an offer like that. You know, I don't know that he'd do it, but I think that at the end of the day, this is going to be the guys that really don't give much of a fuck about their overall legacy, in in my opinion. Which is why I think Phil, <laughs> just being a fucking loser, uh, probably would would actually do this who knows but i don't think it's getting off the ground i just don't think there's enough people that are no i hope it doesn't i mean let us keep running the golf you guys keep running the soccer where you she trying to fuck each other over on their sports leagues yeah china's involved with this too god damn i know it yeah let's just hope it doesn't get off the ground and apparently that, that was kind of one of the surprising things i guess rory said he was approached by the same group in 2014 so this has been something that is supposedly maybe been in the works for a hell of a long longer than the golf world or the media knows about. And so even though they're ready to roll, apparently they set up shop down there in Jupiter. <laughs> like literally they like staked out Jupiter and they're like, they're going to like yell at old Ricky as he's like leaving his house. Hey Ricky, you suck, but you want to come play? 
<laughs> in like Saudi accents, yeah, not I, Texas accents. I, I like uh, it turned into like a yeah, a South a Southern Oklahoma accent. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, fuck these guys. So hopefully they the PGA Tour. I mean, they they improve on the product like every single year. I feel like the schedule this year is just dialed. How they've done the playoffs now, where it's going to end in August, right before football. It's just, just let the PGA fucking tour do what they do. I think the main difference here is from the PGA's tour standpoint is like they they make so much money and maybe they're not. I think golfers are paid very handsomely, but I heard somebody make the point that the guy that's 125th on the money list and the guy that's 50th on the money list, there's not much difference there. Like in, as far as big dollars, you know, maybe you know three million, which is is a lot of money to most people. But when somebody gets offered a $30 million just to come join a tour, that's a lot different story. But I think the PGA could could potentially, you know, they come out with this bullshit, you know, player impact program where $40 million comes out of nowhere. Again, they have money to spend. Maybe they just need to get a little bit more Percy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe they start doing some appearance fees for shitty tournaments. Like, so DJ's going and playing at fucking, you know, the John Deere. I don't know. But you, you want the, the tour to be better. Maybe start shelling out more cash to the players. I don't know. I don't know where to go. You mentioned the player impact program. And what if they put all this money behind it just to actually have a study to show Phil that no one gives a fuck about him anymore? <laughs> that could very well be true. <laughs> all right, good. Well, um, you got anything else? Should we take it on down to Valspa? Valspa it is, words. Sammy Burns. Gets his second career tour victory? No, first. That was his first. Yes. He just, so what was crazy is like somebody <laughs> said something about Sam Burns, you know, who the fuck, this is crazy, no name guy. Coming into the tournament and maybe just midway through, Sam Burns has led more uh, rounds than anyone on the PGA Tour this year, which is pretty interesting stat, huh? No shit. Yes. Because think about it, he went. That. He was wire to wire until he blew it to Max Homa at Genesis, but then he had a, a the, the, I believe the Houston Open prior to the Masters. He also was a leader there, um, but yeah, it was something like he had he'd led like nine rounds, and which was number one, which was kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, so Sam Burns and and again, a lot of us saw this coming. Uh, people have been picking him all year. Our boy Steve has been picking. He's like picked Burns three times already. A lot of guys were on the Horschel Burns team just last week. So uh, yeah, Sam Burns is very impressive. The guy hits the ball a fucking mile. And I think he probably learned from some of this scar tissue of times that he didn't get it done, what he needed to do differently to get it done. And he, and he wins by, what, three shots? Yeah. It was awesome. Keegan kind of, the wheels came off there. He hits one in the water and, you know, uh, Sam keeps his foot on the gas and gets it done. Only thing about Sam Burns you can't get behind is his ears are to so tiny that it looks like they're tucked into his cap. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of got weird nostrils. I haven't noticed that. <laughs> No, uh, I didn't realize. So he's 24 years old, you know, went to LSU, and he is married. The girl that ran out on the deal, I just thought it was his girlfriend, but he's married, 24 years old. So uh, that's, again, going against some of our <laughs> idiot logic that once you're married, you're fucked in pro golf. But um, I was happy for the kid, and I think you say this about anybody that gets their first win, might be the first of many. Absolutely. Uh, and and I want to go ahead and throw out my bitchy boy of the week nomination for yes. whoever runs uh, Sam Burns and Bryson DeChambeau's uh, Twitter pages. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. see that. So literally on Bryson's Twitter page, immediately following the win, uh, it, it <laughs> I'm just going to read this. Yeah. From Bryson DeChambeau's page with a picture of Sam Burns holding the trophy from, from the weekend. A dream come true. Thank you to my incredible support system for helping me to get to this point. Looking forward to what's to come. And then he just adds all of his sponsors. But it was from Bryson DeChambeau's <laughs> official page. So whoever the fuck runs both of their page, uh, figure out which page you're on. Because I've done this before where it's posting for, um, you know, our page, Hole and None. I've accidentally posted it on my own page and been like, oh, fuck, what an idiot. But when you're doing this professionally for athletes that, you know, I don't think Sam Burns probably has a million followers. I don't think Bryson probably does, but this definitely caught the eye of a bunch of people. It was like, wow, you fucking idiot. Whoever did this probably needs to get fired. But um, So, yeah. I was just laughing. I was like, God, we should run someone's a PGA Tour profile or a PGA Tour player's Twitter account 
So after they win, we are like, hey, and to all my detractors out there, you guys can both ends of my ass, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and then like go live on accident when we're like ripping a bong or something. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, as far as the Valspar, it, it was pretty boring in my opinion. I, I did not watch hardly any of Sunday. I did see the highlights when Keegan dumps the ball in the water on 13 and kind of took himself out of it at that point. They were tied. Um, Our picks, Smoke Crack played well. Yeah, uh, Coke Crack played well. And, and then other than that, I had Paul Casey and uh, Corey Connors both tied at 21st. You had Corey Connors as well. Your one pick was Patrick Reed that did not make the cut, which was very surprising. But I didn't pick him because he missed the cut the year before, too, when I picked him. So oh. I had, I'd learned. Oh, Nostradamus. Yeah, words. You should have, like, when I was like, oh, see, I'm off of him because I missed the cut. You should have been like, okay, I'm changing my pick. Okay. <laughs> I'm changing my pick now. Um, I think he may have missed the cut because his interview for Golf.com was so fucking stupid. Golf Digest. Whatever. One of the golf publications. Like, yeah, you know, fuck. I read the transcript only to find out that the the video of the full interview was available. I was like, why did I just read that much? <laughs> <laughs> I hate reading. Yeah, he basically says that he's gotten a bad rap for all of his cheating and how the media has been real hard on me. You know, I got luck. Thank God I have Justine. Oh, my God. Without so, her, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, and did you probably, hear? Probably be happy. Did you hear the story about how he met Justine? No. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, uh, she called me a pussy. He was dating Justine's sister, and uh, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, he texted her, and her phone was off or something, and uh, I guess Justine was visiting, and so he Facebook messaged Justine to be like, "Hey, did you know Caroline, whatever the fuck her name was, get home okay?" And then her, him and Justine just kind of <laughs> hit it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice sister. Yeah. It, it, and then, you know, famously, P. Reed and Justine go on to d- divorce P. Reed's family. And Justine, like, drove them all across the country going to, like, fucking Monday qualifiers. And her driving her Lexus I-250 across the country with all their shit in it. And P. Reed, like, sleeping in the front seat. They Monday qualified for six of eight. Uh, PGA Tour Monday qualifiers that they went for that year. So Justine was giving me headers in the parking lot <laughs> for Justine tosses a good salad. <laughs> I wonder if Justine's sister has now divorced her and is living with Patrick Reed's family. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Uh, well, uh, big finish for uh, the man from Norway, Victor Hovland, tied Victor. for third. Uh, interesting enough, the guy he tied for third with just became he got that terrible distinction that you know it's so bad the most money won on tour without a win for Cameron Tringali um, this week will actually be his 300th start on tour um, and he has won almost 14 million dollars so pre- feel pretty sorry for him yeah there's a guy who hasn't won and he's still made a pretty good living on the PGA tour yeah and, and just so you know um, he just recently took this over I forget from who but biggest purse without a win but before that our boy who got off the schneid at Shadow Creek that I've talked about a million times. Jason Kokrak had that reputation before he won at Shadow just, you know, eight months ago. And now he's all in. Yeah. And, uh, so congrats to Cameron Tringali, but boy, do we feel bad for you making $407,000 and $14 million over your 11-year career. So um, shout out to the outright fifth place, Abe Answer, our boy. Uh, Oklahoma fellow Oklahoma Sooner. Uh, other than that, uh, just a few names, I guess. Max Homa was there, tied six. Louis Ustazen, T8. My man El Chapo, Joaquin Neiman, tied for eight. So um, it was it was an okay tournament. Congrats to Sam Burns. As far as the fantasy standings go, words like I said, you and I had the same picks. Minus you had Patrick Reed when <laughs> I had Corey Connors. I won $257,000, which is just barely better than you. I got you by about 60,000 words. You finished uh, T55 with 192. I was T48. Um, As far as people that actually picked well, though, Keegan Grooms, number one, he had Sam Burns. He was one of only two people to have Sam Burns. 1.9 million, not bad for a tournament that's not very Percy. Um, In second, the other guy, the Tony boys, Tony Morales, continues his great picking. Uh, he's at 1.3 million. He did have Sam Burns as well. Uh, he mixed in DJ, which kind of maybe cancels that out a little bit, just because you can't use DJ that much. But DJ's playing like shit. Um, and then Scotty Scheffler. 
As far as the rest of the top 10 goes, the golf boys, Keegan, Bradley, Hovland, and Schwartzel, FFF, Sheehy, Frank Sheehy, uh, Keegan, Bradley, Hoffman, and M. El Pato's Army, Eddie, has finally got a decent top five pick. Keegan, Bradley, Corey Connors, and Schwartzel. The uh, LBBC crew is back. Brad Hondros, the guy I played golf with just a couple weeks ago. He had Answer, Hovland, and Kokrak. And Co. had K. Bradley, M. and Reed, Harry's TV and Appliance, Connor, Homa, Hovland. Um, Michael Gray, M. Gray in at number nine with Casey Hovland and Usheisen. And rounding out the top ten is Tom Tachia, Burning Greens, Homa, Hovland, and <laughs> actually he had a no-show for his third. He must have picked a guy not in the field, and neither was the alternate. So not a bad top ten for uh, only having two golfers uh, to pick from there, Tom. Damn right. Uh, as far as the overall standings are concerned, uh, still Nathan Wilson up top. The the lead has just been barely trimmed. He's got an 800,000-point lead over Jordan Blackburn. Uh, Keegan's bestie has dropped out of number two, back to number three. That's Matt Stonecipher. Holding tight at number four is Edward Haruz. Up four spots after not picking the previous week. Zach Hollins back to number five. Good shot, bud. Billy Baru jumped up four more spots. Bill Parker at number six. Mark at eight, dude. Trevor Randall at seven. My sister, only English with an ace, is down to number eight. Down two spots to number nine is Ross Gilbert. And just give me one more Chez after no picks last week falls five spots from number five to number ten. So get your goddamn picks in, Sal. Um, <laughs> other than that, words, I fell one spot. Not too bad. Um, I'm at 43rd, and you you fell, words. You, you absolutely plummeted. No, I'm just joking. You fell three spots to number 66. So... Um, there's six six <laughs> yeah so let's harness the devil and get some winners this week i've sold out to him a long time ago johnny good all right nice rundown of the blc leaderboard johnny let's swing it on up toward north carolina wells fargo quail quail hollow quail hollow and as i mentioned before i did go to the pga championship in 2017 when justin thomas got his one and only major you were you were there. I was there, and uh, it rained like fucking shit uh, on Friday. And literally, I remember having to like sprint away from Wells Fargo, like soaking wet, wet shoes, everything. It was miserable. Uh. So, uh, but Charlotte's cool. You ever been there? I have. Yeah, I guess you know before this tournament kind of became pretty big, which I think it's kind of more the talk of the town now. It's like all they looked forward to all the year was the fucking Coca Cola 600, which God, that would just be miserable to look forward to nothing but a NASCAR race. I think if we had one here, I could get pretty fired up about it. The Oklahoma 800, come <laughs> on! <laughs> uh, but yeah, Charlotte's a cool town. I don't know that these guys are have as much temptations as they had, you know, a few weeks back there in New Orleans, but uh, it does have a, a much better field. So uh, I think seven of the top ten are here this week. 10 and top 15. Even better. There you go. Yes, indeed. And you kind of been hearing it all week. This is kind of like the old typical American long, hard golf course. There's several par fours, uh, 500 yards. I think eight of them are over 450. I think I made that up. <laughs> but they're long. Um, driver off the tee, strokes gain driving is a big stat to look forward to when picking this week. And picking I did, Johnny. But now that I think about it, I really didn't. I didn't pick off of that. Yeah. Okay. I'm all over the fucking board. I'm a mess right now. You and I both words, and we said that right before we started recording. I said, Jesus Christ! I kind of got out there with my picks, and you were like, I fucking hate my picks. Uh, which, obviously, we know that could be good or bad or just decent. <laughs> um, but we don't have a guest picker this week. Uh, Keegan Grooms was the winner. I texted his brother Tanner, and I said, Hey, man. Uh, does your brother listen to the show? He's like, yeah. And he get like, high? <laughs> does he want to pick? <laughs> and he's like, I mean, I don't know. He probably would just buckle under the pressure. So sorry, Keegan, we didn't invite you to pick, nor do I have your number or anything. But, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry your brother didn't have any confidence in <laughs> Yeah, you. your brother was who really fucked you over here. So, you know, anybody who wins, if you don't hear from Words or I by, like, Wednesday at noon, fucking DM us if you really want to be on the show. and We'd love that. We'll still continue to reach out. We'll try to get a hold of you. But if we don't know you all that well, sorry. Anyways, so, yeah, featured groups, this is perfect. Yes. Anything else to say about Quellhalla? No. Um, again, this is where I touched Jason Day, so um, I swear to <laughs> if God. If you didn't pick him this week, then you're a pussy. I, 
had Jason Day in my lineup until an hour ago, and it was going to just be the showstopper. It's just like I'm going with my mate Jason Day, and yeah. then and then I was like, what? If, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't like him that much. Yeah, no, he he had a show. He showed all right last week, didn't he? No, he didn't make the cut, did he? No. Oh, God, Jason no. Day had, didn't play last week. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> no. I thought I saw his little fucking jelly ass out there. <laughs> No, uh, man, I wanted to pick him so bad. I really did, but I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, I pussed out big time, but whatever. Yeah, you did. My picks are probably a lot better than Jason Day, hopefully. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's get into the featured groups. All right, words. The first group features defending champion Max Homa. Uh, and he's playing with the number two player in the world. Well, actually, number three player in the world, I think. Uh, and co-tournament favorite, Jean Rahm. And they're playing with the guy that lives famously. He, he's on the course. He lives on hole number seven, Webb Simpson. Yep. All three really, really trendy picks. Uh, I was going to play Homa, and he was per- basically set in stone this week. And then I realized that, that this tournament was not played last year because of COVID, so he is still a defending champ, so I will not be playing. We know we don't like that word. We will not be playing Homa. John Rahm, I mean, I'm saving him. This is a perfect golf course for him. I saw earlier today he had a fucking hole in one in the in the pro am again. Of course, yes. That's three in the last like three months. He'll probably get a two top, months. He'll probably get a top ten. And I just don't have the nuts to play him. And then Webb Simpson, I've already played him twice, so I'm I'm trying to save him a little bit. More. Words. I want to know what the fuck you're waiting on, John Rom. I looked. You've not picked John Rom one time this year. I'll, Playoffs. You think that John Rom? What if what if John Rom pulls a Brooks and is can't play? Well, <laughs> you know I'm not beating down the top ten's door. Segment four. I'm for okay. Hey, there's only three segments. So, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, words. Remember, you hate talking about last year, but I know all about segment three. Oh yeah. Um, okay, I'm not on any of these guys either. Uh, Max Homa is my alternate for whatever that fucking means. I do think that. He tre- he's trending very well, and of all defending champions coming back to potentially defend that we're afraid of because there hasn't been a repeat guy since, I think, Paul back when he did it mm-hmm. at the Valspar two years ago. Yes. Um, Max Homa is playing great, so I wouldn't be surprised if he could do it, but like you said, it just why why risk it now? Which is why I love DraftKings so much because <laughs> you got Max Homa every lineup. After I had an anxiety attack about not picking him in this, I just one of those <laughs> just made another one a little bit better. About <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I think that with Webb, you know, uh, he just hasn't had near the year that he had last year. Like he played great all last year, yeah. and he just hasn't had it. And I feel like the pressure of trying to win your hometown event, yeah, the course it, you play, is on. very very underestimated i would say i agree um but john rom i mean fuck i would if i had a pick we all know i'd pick him uh, i picked him twice this year and i gotta save at least one of those for one of the three majors we got left on the table and then probably a playoff yeah, event so probably all three for me yeah so uh as far as the next featured group another fucking major 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 name drop in here the 2017 pga champion who won here justin thomas co-tournament favorite he's playing with the man from Norway, Victor. And the third guy around in that this group, similar to Webb Simpson. You just, forgot to say words is boy Victor. Words is boy Victor. Similar to the guy who I just mentioned, Webb Simpson, a guy that's just underperforming this year, Patrick Cantlay. So these are all fucking great guys that can win this week. I don't think Cantlay can win this week, my opinion. Um, I but you're on Victor. I'm not on Victor. I'm saving her the flavor there okay. too, baby. Um, he's hot pick. I mean, uh, he's for sure the hot pick, and that scares me. Yeah, me too. And that's why I didn't pick him. I I switched off of him. He was in my initial lineup, and it. I hate to bring this up all the time, but it was like the Spieth in San Antonio. It's like, come on, everyone's gonna be on fucking Spieth. Everyone's gonna be on Victor this week. I don't know. I I just don't know if Victor Victor can can win. And I think he's on the verge of jumping into the top ten for his first time in his career, as far as world rankings concerned. But Something about it, I just didn't I didn't go with it. So I laid off this whole group, words. Same. All right, well, the next group, words. This is getting bad quick. Well, it, it could be because Bryson's back. Bryson's playing with a group of some stellar, stellar ball strikers and one of my boys, Joaquin Neiman, and the third guy in the group, Xander, the X-Man Shoffley. Bryson, it just ain't Percy enough. This is a really 
good golf course for him because it's long, it's girthy. Even though I did hear that as you get further down the fairways, the 340 where he where he typically ends up, bombers. The the fairways narrow quite a bit, and then they're kind of like a narrows down to a neck of trees, and then you kind of got to go through those or over them to get to the greens. Whatever. I don't like taking Bryson really uh, off of a break. I don't know why. Yeah, that's not a, not a good reason probably to take him, but I'm off of him. And like I said, the purse is just a little not big enough for me to take a guy like Bryson. Uh, I am on your boy Joaquin. I'm sure you are too. I'm not on Joaquin, oh. although I love I love the Joaquin pick, and he's training well. But before I let you get any farther, I am on Bryson. Whoa. Um, I haven't picked him once this year, and like you said, it's a it's kind of. Could potentially, I think driving and putting, that's what you got to do here. And so I'm on Bryson because I haven't used him this year. I'm not on Joaquin, though, unfortunately. I'm changing my picks. <laughs> I love taking Bryson off of a break. <laughs> he gets nice rest after that. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I like the Bryson pick because I think I like him off a of break. He's probably been thinking about this goddamn thing for a while. But, no, I just I think that this tournament will yield probably a good champion. And why not Bryson? But I also like the same theory for Joaquin. Um, Joaquin played great last week, and I told you on Thursday, whenever he was going low as fuck, I go, if Joaquin wins this week, I might have to kill myself live on air. So um, I was very close to taking Joaquin, but I just couldn't do it. You know, I have picked him twice already this year, so might be some of the same theory you're using uh, to not use your John Rom picks is why I'm not using Joaquin. So. Xander was very, very tempting to me, but again, that falls into the same thing you're talking about with Rom as well. It just might not be a big enough tournament for old Xander, even though I could very well see him hoisting the trophy at the end of the week. Yeah, I'm totally lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xander will probably win. I think Xander Xander is the one guy that I, I'll be kicking myself if he wins and I didn't pick him. Has he done anything um, since Waste Management? He was leading, and then I mean, the wheels kind of fell off. Has he had like? He's yeah, had top you remember the Masters? Yeah, remember I mean, when he triple bogeyed uh, sixteen when he was had a chance to win? Oh fuck yeah, that yeah, yeah just that. I think that was his last start. <laughs> Go to Mosaic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So the the final the final featured group words. Uh, a guy that you know we've talked about a couple times because he's one of only two multiple winners this year on tour. And his son, I think, is still in the bag. Stu Sink. Yeah. He's playing with uh, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. Oh, Patrick Reed. And fuck you for missing the cut last week, Patrick. And Rory McIlroy. Rory. Who you alluded to earlier in the show words. I really wanted to, but, um, and like I said, if you're going to take him, this is the time to take him. He's a two-time, two-time winner out here. He has a major one here. Um... I should have picked him. I didn't. So I know I, th- I, I I did the double reversal, and I was like, everyone's gonna be on Rory this week. This is like the easiest time to take him. Um, so yeah, I'm totally I totally hate myself. Well, I I, I think you're right though. It, it, a lot of people, especially like the talking heads, if the talking heads are talking about him, it it usually isn't a good sign. And I think a lot of people are kind of like, oh, you know, Rory for a guy who's won here is flying way under the radar. And it's like, well, fuck. I mean. I read something about Rory's stats from like November, then from December to to like March, and then from March to May. Like he's got progressively worse as far as every start is concerned, and that's that's troubling. And and you know we we had mentioned it a long time. Like what's it gonna take to light the fire under his ass to be competitive again and be the best fucking player in the world, the most talented player in the world? The guy can't hit a fucking wedge tight to save his life, and that's. And he, he admitted to chasing speed to try to hang with Bryson, which is causing his ball to go all over the fucking guard. I just don't know if that switch has been flipped for him to just all of a sudden be the best in the world again and to be able to go win at a place like this. Yeah, I can say it has not been flipped, but will it be tomorrow? <laughs> Potentially. Uh, words, I got to go out and say, you talked about, you know, I think that a lot of your picking goes into what I'm thinking. How about this? I'm on Patrick Reed this week. <laughs> I hate you. I'm on Patrick Reed because, one, it's it's a, the theory I've said a million times on this show. I'm catching a discount picking Patrick Reed this week, and if Patrick Reed misses consecutive cuts, that's crazy. And he's played well here. He's got a T8 here and a T12 here in the last few years. So I'm going with Patrick Reed because 
I think he's going to be undervalued this week. Yeah, I kind of like riding the hot hand, but there's also the motivation of a guy missing a cut who typically doesn't miss a ton. I think he has missed a couple others this year, though. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, oh, man, hopefully Justine just shits in his bag or something. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Patrick Reed's playing John McAfee and getting all scatty. <laughs> All right. Oh, Scat King. All right, so that rounds out the featured group's words. So far, uh, I am on Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed. You are on Joaquin Neiman. Um, so, looks like you've got two picks to announce to my one pick, so I'll let you go ahead and go first. You mentioned him earlier in the show. He's had the best year of golf of his life, Mr. Cameron Tringali. Wow. He played last week at the Valspar really well. He's just a solid player, and um, – you know, hasn't been able to get it done yet. This is a course where a lot of kind of mid-level guys break through for their first win. It's been kind of that kind of golf course, and I'm hoping I'm hoping for Tringali's sake uh, that kind of that dubious distinction of uh, biggest purse or biggest career winnings without a win uh, will spark something in him this week, baby. I like that pick, where that's a good gutsy pick. I like you going off the beaten path. Um, I don't think I'm going super far off the beaten path with my pick, and I'm worried that you might be on him. Um, because the guy is, is, he spent his time in college pretty close by and this would be his first career win. I'm going with the kid, Will Zalatoris. No, I did not go with Zalatoris. Thought about it and that's a really good pick. He's long as shit. I mean, he's got the total package. It's still, he's playing this week on a fucking sponsor. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Um, hey, but that's cause he's the kid. Yeah, he is the kid. No, that's a good pick. Um, God, he needs to get a win. Just, I mean, this whole charade of him not being a PGA Tour member is just—it's—it's it's irritating. Now yeah, at this and, point. and it, he needs to be in the FedEx Cup playoffs. I mean, and apparently that's the only way to get in is is by winning. So, hopefully, he does it for the hometown fans. You know, I talked about Webb Simpson putting some pressure on himself. Pressure will be on the kid this week to win there in Charlotte, being that he went to a school not far away at Wake Forest. So, okay, well, my third pick then is a little bit of the same, but doesn't have quite the pressure, but is still trending in the right direction. I'm going with the sooner. <laughs> the man, Abe Answer. <laughs> I got a boy crush. <laughs> Words. You were hot for what Abe. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> you were hot for Abe like two years ago. Jesus. Hey, he's a great looking man. What, okay. what are you going to say? Hey, I will say they try to make this place sound like a course that is only for the long ball hitters. But Brian Harmon won here like five years ago. If he can win here, Abe Answer can win here. I, he was definitely in one of my runs of picks this year. It's a good pick. Thanks. We'll see. All right. I had Brian Harmon in that spot. By Did the you? Way. Good. And I was like, uh, repeat winners. I'm not. I'm. I'm off. Well, so words and I steer clear of the really, really big names. Bryson by far probably being the biggest name picked. I'm on Bryson. I'm on. Patrick Reed, and I'm on Will Zalatoris. Words is on Joaquin Neiman, uh, Cameron Tringali, and... Who you just said. <laughs> Honest Abe. Honest Abe answer, that's right. Uh, so, yeah. As you say, words, buyer beware, right? Yeah, Jesus. Yes, watch out for the shit picks. We didn't go for A, but I mean, you know, for us to both steer clear of the ROMs and the JTs of the world, I think that JT is... is People are running out of JT picks. And that, well, that's fucking sure. Schmelzy put us both on blast last week. Like, <laughs> oh, just go to PGAtour.com to look at the fantasy picks? <laughs> like, what the fuck? How'd you know? <laughs> so now I made a point to not go with anyone on those lists. <laughs> I like it. That's also how you go 0 for 3, which I haven't done this year yet. <laughs> what, all three missing yeah. the cut? Well, good. I, don't, I haven't either. I mean, fuck. That's bad. That's horrible. One guy to keep your eye on, and I know I fucking would love the Jason Day deal, but... Um, Robert Streb has played great here over his career, so that's one of the guys I look at from the outside that could potentially get a nice like top fifteen or something. Uh oh, looks like I gotta go put together another DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, I, I I steer clear of the of the sports books unless it's a major. I thought about I thought whenever I had Jason Day in my mind earlier, and I saw he's fifty to one, I was like, shit, if I put a, like a fifty spot on Jay Day, I can make some money. I'm gonna <laughs> pay for this trip to Scotland. <laughs> yes. So, all right, well, good picking, Johnny. Good luck. Except with P. Reed, I hope he misses the cut. 
All right, well, what else? You got any uh, parting words for our lovely listeners out there? Of course. So words, we had talked about it earlier. Uh, Mosaic Dispensary, by far the most fire dank anywhere you can find. We're going to do, do a giveaway. What I want you guys to do, go check out their spot at 3703 Northwestern Avenue in Oklahoma City. As we mentioned, it's right next door to Cock on the Walk between Guest Room Records, just on 36th and Western, just north of that stop uh, light. If you go and you send Words and I a picture, either DM Words and I a picture on the Hole and None page of you outside the dispensary, your receipt, whatever it might be, you have to prove to us that you went to the dispensary. Whoever does that, we're going to enter you in a drawing for one dozen Pro V1 golf balls with our boys at Resident Cultivation's logo Ooh. right on the side of it. So, hell, that's like a $60, $60 value. giveaway. Like, so if you don't play golf and you don't smoke weed, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> this is a good giveaway, so... Um, a receipt also is fine. You don't you don't need to take a selfie in front of like the the awesome art mural inside if you don't want to, but you can. Well, you can, but the thing is, I would. I you know I, I think there's it's illegal to like take pictures of the actual weed. I think I don't know. I don't know how that goes. But prove to us that you went to Mosaic, and you could win some golf balls. And hell, the only golf balls I don't play that are given to me are like Callaway Chrome Softs. Any Pro V's, I'll play. <laughs> these are these are the best, and they have resonance logo exactly so again mosaic dispensary the absolute fire go check out crystal cookies that's my favorite strain they just came out with some new strains they're going to be dropping exclusive strains that you can't find anywhere else other than mosaic dispensary 3703 northwestern avenue in oklahoma city boom all right johnny thank you for that thank you to the boys at mosaic dispensaries we love you we hope you enjoy the golf this weekend and keep your head down you can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Several hours. Yeah!